welcome to Reading Makes You Better in Bed, a podcast by Amy and Laura from Secret Book Stuff, where we talk about books, popular culture, and gay stuff. Hi, Laura. Hi, Amy. Yes, it's Amy. I dragged Laura off the couch on this sunny New Year's Day. New Year's Day, dear listeners. First. Amy comes downstairs. I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> All right. Amy comes downstairs with this look on her face that I know says work. After five years, five years, it's also our anniversary today, so obviously, which is why we're working. Happy five-year anniversary, darling. <laughs> Amy came downstairs with this look on her face, and she said, I have a proposal, and it's not the proposal that you're thinking. <laughs> and I was like, my heart sank. There I was, sitting on the couch, having a lovely time, next to our lovely dog, and here we are, <laughs> mm-hmm. suddenly knee-deep in a podcast. Well... Laura said, no edits, no pauses, no do-overs. We're just yep. going hard. So usually we'll give you some bloopers at the end, but this time the bloopers are just going to go all the way through, aren't they? They are. <laughs> because we're not pausing. We're not stopping. I promised Laura that I just wanted to record one last episode. One quick podcast. Quick podcast episode. The last one of season one. Mm. So... My intention, our intention that I didn't share with Laura, so it was my intention, was to record a final episode, episode 10. I think it's episode 10. I didn't even check before we started recording, but we can't pause, so (laughs) carrying on. Um, Episode 10, I'm pretty sure it is, before Christmas. We were going to release it as like a Christmas treat for you all because this time last year at Christmas, we released our very first episode of our very first season of the podcast. And I thought that would be a nice way to round things out. We haven't released a podcast in months, as you'll know if you've been listening. Um, Shit's been real. Life's been busy. We have a lot to tell you about. We have a lot to recap and some exciting things to look forward to. And anyway, we got really, really, really fucking sick. Oh, yeah. We were the sickest, saddest girls. We didn't have COVID. It wasn't COVID. And that kind of made it worse because it was really hard to explain to people that we were really sick. But they're like, oh, mm. but you're testing negative. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed for two days. Yeah. We've been sick for three weeks. We're just coming out of it now. If I start coughing. Um, it's no do-overs. <laughs> there's no do-overs. So you're just going to have to listen to me coughing. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, anyway, Laura's got a beer. I've got a Prosecco. And it's New Year's, New Year's Day. Day. Happy New Year, everybody. We are going to do a little recap of 2022. We're going to tell you about 2023, our favorite books of the year, and our word of 2023. So last night, Laura and I went to see Come From Away. It was a matinee show at 2 p.m. Our favorite kind of show. Amazing. Laura's parents gifted us the tickets for Christmas. It was incredible. We went out to dinner afterwards. 5.30 5.30 booking, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. and The coveted New Year's slot. Yeah. And we were at the table right as you walk in the door, so also a coveted spot. <laughs> anyway, and we were talking about the year that was and the year to come. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, this is exactly what I want on the podcast. <laughs> so that's why we're doing this now. Laura, would you like to start with a gentle recap of 2022 for our listeners? Yes. Um, I mean, <coughs> 2022 was a massive year. We moved a lot. Mm. We moved from Newcastle to Bundanoon. In January. In January. <clears throat> from Bundanoon to Newcastle. Again, mm-hmm. floating around. While I was in the NT. Laura went to Northern Territory for, for work. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Scotland, mm-hmm. which was great. And now we've officially moved to Sydney. Yes. So we are recording this. On Gadigal and Wongal land, and we acknowledge the First Nations people of this country and pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. 
We are officially living in Newtown in and Sydney And never now. leaving. <laughs> Laura never, never wants to leave. Again. Not just because she loves it, also because we're exhausted. Moving three cities in a 12-month period yeah. was pretty, pretty hectic. Yeah. Well, no wonder we got sick, honestly. We are absolutely exhausted. But it's also been a pretty amazing year. It Why was don't an amazing you talk year. about your highlights of the year, Laura? My highlights of the year, obviously, <clears throat> going to the NT was a big <laughs> highlight for me. I feel like it was a very incredible experience. I was coaching softball and sport in an Aboriginal community about nine and a half hours west of Alice Springs, just over the WA border in the most remote town or most remote community in Australia. I really loved it. It was great. I also hiked to the Larapinta Trail again this year so second time around this time I did it with my dad it was awesome we finished it end to end 250 k's (coughs) in 14 days and I think another one of my highlights was moving to Sydney Mm. and my job my new job your new job so yeah new job tell everyone what extremes you went from working in a remote indigenous community yeah nine and a half hours west of civilization to To working in reality TV. <laughs> I just I am, love that so much. I don't like you're so obsessed with that, but I feel like <laughs> I just think like, it's hilarious. And lots of people that we say, they're like, whoa, that's a really big difference. But to me, it's just like another experience to have, right? It's a very Laura thing. Yeah, definitely a very Laura thing. And I feel like working in TV, especially reality TV, is as crazy and amazing as you think that it is. <laughs> All of the rumors are true and also simultaneously not true. Um, so I'm a runner. Basically, I just do whatever I'm told. I have an amazing time. I do some crazy, wild things, and I help make a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. And you love it so much. I loved it. I worked on amazing. Big Brother. I also worked on Married at First Sight, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And heading to Australian Idol next year. I'm excited for all this of the year. stories. This, this year. This year. It's 2023. Yeah. We have to get used to saying that now. So if you can hear that noise in the background, it's our little puppy, Albie, who is throwing the ball for himself yeah. because his mums are busy working on New Year's Day. Working on New Year's Day. <laughs> Sorry, Albie. Coming at home. <clears throat> so yeah, I had a crazy wild ride of year mm. for 2022. Lots of ups and downs, but a big old up right at the end of the year, yeah. finishing on the massive high. And the fact that we're still here together, which is really nice. <laughs> now that we're recording on a podcast and there's no duo this, you can say all of the nice things about me that you were meant to say last night. I said things last <laughs> night. So context, people. Every time we have an anniversary. Yeah. So that's been five big ones so far, but also like... Most of you know by now that on the first of every month, we call it Whiskey Day. We missed a few. We got together. We missed a couple this year because just life was a bit hectic. Mm. But um, the first of every month, we genuinely, generally, sorry, have a little shot of whiskey. Yeah. And Laura makes us say something nice about the other person. Yeah. And I find it really difficult. Not because I don't love Laura or I don't think there's anything nice about her, but just because those kind of sentiments are not my thing yeah to give more context i asked amy i was like tell me let's say like things that we love about each other right you can go first amy said and i quote i love that you acknowledge that i'm always right (laughs) it's true i do love that 
I didn't really know what to say yeah. in that point. And then she started copying me and then she started trying to elaborate to try and bring mm-hmm. it back around. Mm. You failed epically, mm-hmm. I think, on that mm-hmm. one. It's a big fat F. I guess it's just words of affirmation maybe mm. are not my thing, which is ironic since I'm a writer. But I just think you just don't try. okay anyway are you gonna ask me any questions about my year or is this the laura show it is the laura show thank you so much amy for being my guest (laughs) this year um and but just to round out 2022 was an epic wild ride and i'm really glad that we're here we got through it and we're living our best lives thriving and surviving in sydney (laughs) and super excited for this year i cannot wait for all of the things um and amy Tell me about your year. <laughs> Tell me. Okay. Why your best part of the year? No. <laughs> um, so as you can tell everybody, by the way, little disclaimer, this is a completely unplanned. It's not scripted. We don't have any notes written down. We're literally just sitting here drinking beer and Prosecco and looking at each other and chatting to you. So yeah. if you came here for something a bit more polished, see you fucking later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> 2022 was a good year for me. I felt like we really followed the flow of our lives. And even though that ended up being this really big, hectic year of moving and changing and lots of stuff like that, I feel like I'm proud of us for just, you know, leaning in Mm. to all of the ups and downs and the quick pivots, I guess you could say. Um, Like, for example, when we left Bandanoon in the Southern Highlands, we had two weeks notice. Yeah. We had to leave because Laura got the job in the Northern Territory. I, I couldn't move out you. by myself. I was COVID. <clears throat> I had COVID. I was isolating and I got a text from Laura saying, all right, so I got this job offer. Should I take it? And I said, hell yes. I don't and even then, think I said, should I take it? I was like, how quickly can we move that's out? That's true. Yeah. And then I Zoomed with my parents <clears throat> and I was like, okay, here's what's happening. I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> I need to move back into your house for a little while while Laura's in the Northern Territory. We need to move out of the Southern Highlands. Can we make this happen? And yeah. we did. And yeah, it was a crazy year. Um, if we're talking lows and highs, I would say that my low is um, a few weeks ago, we lost our little cockatiel Huey, yeah. who is a big part of our family. I was really nervous to meet Huey when Laura and I got together because Huey's been Laura's little mate for 11 years. 11 years, yeah. yeah. And I knew that they had a very special relationship and she was like her best friend. And I was genuine. I know it sounds stupid. I was genuinely nervous to meet Laura's bird because she's a very judgmental bird. Yeah, she's a sassy queen, and I knew that it was important that she liked me, Mm. and she did. And we became a little family. And um, she died a few weeks ago, and we haven't really talked about it much because it was a really hectic time of year. Mm. Um, And yeah. So anyway, that was my low of the year. That was your low. Rest in peace, Huey. Love you, little sassy queen. She's looking down being your little sassy queen, I promise you. Um, And then my high of the year would be signing a two-book deal with Pan McMillan. That's a pretty big high. Pretty big high. Pretty big dream come true. Um, My debut novel comes out in 2023 on the 11th of July. So mark that in your calendars, everybody. That is the day that you can buy my book in stores. I cannot believe I'm even saying that sentence I can't out believe loud. you're allowed to say that. I didn't know you are allowed to say the release date. You've asked me that so many times. You're like, are you allowed to say the release mm. date? Yes, I'm allowed to say the release date, but just not the title. Mm. 
So I'm not going to tell you the title, but I promise I will when the time comes. Um, so I had a big year of doing the edits and the copy edits and the proofreading and all of that kind of prep stuff um, for what's happening next year. And it was a real foundational year for me as well. I think I invested a lot of time and money and energy into Secret Book Stuff in mm. particular. We rebranded Secret Book Stuff and we had a new website built. We had new photos, which are amazing. You should check it out, www.secretbookstuff.com. So there's a real reason for this podcast. <laughs> um, and I have absolutely loved the book club. So we renamed Amy and Laura's book club to The Secret Book Club. Yeah. And it's been going for 12 months now. We have amazing, amazing subscribers. We have built this incredible little bookish community all over Australia. We have a monthly Zoom session. Um, We interviewed the author of the book that we chose four times in 2022, which was amazing. So thank you so much to those authors who joined our Zoom sessions um, and it's really special and we're just so excited for what 2023 is going to bring yeah. with the book club. So yeah, I just feel like it was a big year of creating foundations for me. Planting some seeds, I think for both mm. of us too, like mm. with like my job, your book, with secret book stuff. We're in a really good work. place now. I feel like everything is ready to just skyrocket and thrive. Yeah. In I feel like I've gotten to the starting line now. Yeah. I feel like I was like behind the You've starting line. You've done your warm-ups. And now I'm like at the starting mm-hmm. line ready to run. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yes. Abby's currently jumping up on Amy going, why are you working on New Year's Day? He's trying to climb onto my lap. Hello, little boy. So that's pretty much like, a, that's a pretty good roundup of 2022. Yes. And now that we're into 2023... You mentioned in the little introduction that you did that we both, every year, we don't like resolutions like most people. I'm not, like, I feel like it's very rigid and it's very hard to stick to. If you're like, oh, I have a resolution to do this, I feel like it doesn't really give you the parameters to thrive. I stopped making resolutions seven years ago. No, like, no qualms to anyone who still makes resolution. Mm. That's so fine. Mm -hmm. Resolution is not cancelled, but, you know... We tend to choose a word for the year to live by. And we should write them down because I literally cannot remember my word of 2022. Mine last year was leap. And it definitely Why don't you remember mine? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I don't remember your word, but I'm still trying to remember mine. Mine was leap and it definitely summed up my year. You did take some big leaps. I did take some perfect. Some perfect leaps. Some big leaps. <laughs> Even from yeah. just like the very beginning of the year when we, we made the leap to move to a small country town. Yeah. Which was, I mean, I'm not going to call it a mistake because I don't believe in mistakes. Everything happens for a reason and it was a great learning curve. But how interesting that like we thought that that was the life that we wanted and then no. it was, it just wasn't what we thought it was going to be and it made us pivot again and realize, <laughs> okay, so we're going to the actual opposite of that now we're we're city living now i'm so happy to be city living oh my god i think it's about creating a more quiet gentle life Hmm. in at home yeah we do we have a nice quiet gentle house usually yeah so my word of the year this year is conquer which i really like okay so sorry you need to say that again because it sounded like you said conga like a conga line (laughs) i did (laughs) remember last night (laughs) when we went to the show and Laura was ordering drinks. Ugh. And then I walked up and the guy was like, enjoy the show. And I was like, you. 
It and was I stopped very myself and I hoped that he didn't hear me say you. Yeah. Because obviously I meant to say you too. And then he was like, yeah, I'll enjoy the show too. It was more embarrassing that you I didn't laughed. finish it. I know. <laughs> well, I just like, should have stuck you. Here. You. <clears throat> I tried to turn away. I and then I was like, I did not, too. I will yeah. say that I did not help you in any way. You didn't. <laughs> you looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. And so did he. I threw you under the bus. It, it was, was funny though. Anyway, funny. back to me. Yeah, sorry. My word of the year this year is conquer. Like conquer. With, a, with a Q. Yeah. Conquer. I thought you were say it with Not a K. Conquer. <laughs> conquer with a K. <laughs> no, like with a Q in the middle. <laughs> um, so, yeah, conquer. And I'm pretty excited about it. It's really hard to explain. I don't know. I'm just ready to conquer the year. I'm ready to conquer things that are going to come at me. Very excited about work this year. And, yeah. Here I am. <coughs> ready to party. <coughs> yeah. Not really ready to party. I'm ready to work. You are ready to work. Yeah. Cool. Love that for you. Thank you. Mm. And so my word of 2023 is big. Yeah. Which is very strange because... Just like the Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> I was like, just like Mr. Big from Sex and the City. <laughs> I feel like 2022 was a really big year because of all of the changes and all the busyness and all the moving and all that kind of stuff. But I think that... When the word big popped into my mind when we were talking about this over Christmas, I think it means big in a different way. I think it's like big as a feeling. Yeah. Like whatever happens in 2023 is going to be big, not in a busy, hectic sense, but big in like the sense of a level up, a leap, excitement, adventure. Launching a book. Yeah. Becoming a published author is big. That is big. It's so big. It's so exciting. And so I just want to lean into the bigness of that and celebrate my wins in a way that I really, really struggle with. So I think that's what the word big means to me for 2023. And let's Mm. just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. I know that you're going to have a really great year. I know that you're going to have a really big year. Mm. I can just feel it in my bones. Yeah. In my waters. Yeah. So, Laura. Yeah. Admit to everyone. What is your favorite? What was your favorite book of 2022? So I'm a bit embarrassed about this one because it was actually one of our book club books that I didn't read. Um, it was our April. It was our April book. April book club book. Oh, I have two favorite books actually. Say the first one first. The first one is Wild Abandon by Emily Bitto. And Which was our April book club book. And when did you read it? Oh, like November. Oh my God. Yeah. And I kept saying, Laura, you're going to love this book. You're going to love this book. You're love it. It. I started it in our book club, like around that time. And then I just nice didn't try. finish it. <laughs> but obviously, because I was working nights and I would have a lot of time to myself. So I needed something to listen to. And so I would like have something in my ear and I got into it. And I cried like a little baby when it finished. Oh gosh, I wasn't ready you. for it. I was very emotional at that book. Wow. Um, so that was one of my best books of the year. What's your sneaky second? Oh, Notes on Heartbreak by Annie Lord. Oh, yeah, you did love that. I really loved it. And that was the first time in a long time that I picked up a book at a bookstore randomly and mm. like sat down and didn't want to stop reading it. Mm. And I think the big thing about that book is like I found it independently. You had never heard of it. No. And I picked it up, mm. and you haven't you haven't read Still it. Still haven't read it. So I will though. I will. Yeah, because that's a big call for you to finish a whole book. Like the thing with Laura is that she loves books and she loves reading, but she rarely finishes a book from A to Z. Yeah, 
I know that sounds really weird, but she has no problem not finishing books, even if she likes it. Yeah. It's very strange. So the fact that she finished Wild Abandon all the way through and then Notes on Heartbreak all the way yeah. through is a big, big deal. So That's congratulations, about. darling. Thank you. How else would you say your reading journey was in 2022? Like, not, not very good, mm-hmm. to be honest. I feel like I was very distracted, like most people and everything. Like everyone's year of like roundup or whatever that they do of the year, everyone's kind of got a similar vibe in terms of like they didn't have a lot of brain energy, a lot of brain space. Like, so I think that my reading for the year wasn't great. It was kind of at its best when I was in the NT. I was reading a lot of short stories mm. um, in the New Yorker because that was like my little weekend treat that I had when I had days off, and mm. I think that was very good. Um, you know, I'm still constantly listening to things and I'm listening to stories. It's just like being able to pick up a book and read it hasn't been, you know, it's not. It hasn't been on the cards for you lately. No, mm. no. And, and that's working okay. the odd hours, it was very tough to kind of fit in anything other than kind of sitting and waking up and eating. But thank goodness for audiobooks because often you don't read the book club book that mm. we choose, but you listen to it. Oh, yeah. I much prefer to listen to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, are you going to ask me any questions about myself or is this a <laughs> show? This, honestly, this feels like a bad first date. Oh, come where on, Ames. I, I ask just all the questions to. and then they never ask me anything about myself. That's a big red yeah. flag for me back in the day, you know, like God. when I was a single dating Go lady. On, then. There's a door. <laughs> I was just about to ask you about your reading goals. <laughs> Maybe. Um, My goals? No, not your goals. Like, how, what was your best book of the year? Okay. So, I've been thinking about this a lot. I did a roundup on Instagram before Christmas of my top nine books of Mm -hmm. the year, which was very difficult because 2022 has been my best reading year to date. Yeah. I read 62 books. Because you finally smashed a goal that you've had for how long? Yeah, like eight years or something. I decided eight or so years ago that I wanted to read a book a week. So that's 52 books in the year. Averaging it out, 52 books. Yeah, and I've never hit it. I've genuinely never hit that goal until... 2022 I read 62 and I put that down to the fact that we had the book club so that's 12 books that I read because I was interviewing the author and we were having a zoom um, with other people in our book club our subscribers and you know reading alongside all of you guys was amazing but also I read a lot for work this year so I had some incredible work opportunities like we were um, guest curating the Newcastle Writers Festival back in April. Oh, my God, that was last year. Yeah, that was 2022. And we were involved in facilitating some sessions. And because COVID was quite rampant at that time, many people dropped out at the last minute. And I ended up stepping in to interview a few authors at the last minute and had to quickly read their books. Really speed read, didn't you? Yeah, so I sped read (laughs) a few books back then. And also just driving a lot because of commuting for work and moving cities and all that stuff. I listen to more audiobooks than usual. So that is the long answer to the question of my favorite book of the year. And this is not me saying this is the best book of the year or this is the best book necessarily that I read. But I think the way that I've chosen my book of the year in the last few years is like, what is the book that had the most impact on me at Mm -hmm. the time that I read it? And this year... 20, sorry, last year, I'm not used to saying that yet, 2022, I believe that my book of the year was Salt and Skin by Eliza Henry Jones. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, shout out to Eliza. That book, 
I read an early copy of it a few months before it came out. It's set in the Scottish islands and... You were obsessed with it. I love Scotland. It is where my family history is. I've been there many, many times. We were going there this year as well. Hmm. We chose it for specifically for the month that um, we, were in we were in Scotland so that we could interview Eliza on Zoom in our book club while we are in Scotland because it yeah. just felt really special. It had a huge impact on me. It was really... It was, it was just the perfect time for me to read that book. And I loved it. You were away <clears throat> yeah. at the time as well. So that is my book of 2022. Oh my gosh, I get so nervous saying that. But I am sending out today a newsletter to my subscribers, my personal newsletter subscribers, my mm-hmm. very first author newsletter of my entire book list of the year. Wow. Yeah. So That's a big one. I know. So all 62 books, I'm going to list them, a little sentence or two about them, and I'm going to do that later after I've had a few drinks. It's oh, going to be fun. Love that. <laughs> love that. So there you go. is there anything else, Laura, you would like to say in this final episode <laughs> of season one of Reading Makes You Better in Bed, this scrappy hot mess of a, a fucking podcast that we started and did not plan very well and stopped and started and all the things. Thank you so much to those of you who have said lovely things about the podcast, by the way, who have actually listened to it. We genuinely don't really know how many people or who is listening to the podcast. We've not looked at any statistics. We don't even know how to do that. Hmm. We only know you're listening if you message us on Instagram to talk about what what we talked about. And that has been really lovely. So thank you. Yeah. Well, I just want to say that I think that you did such a wonderful job with Secret Book Staff this year. Thank you. You did, you did all of the hustling and especially when I was away and when I was starting my new job, which doesn't really leave much room for anything but sleep. Mm-hmm. And I think that you, you did it. All of the things that you wanted to do, all of the branding, all of the website, all of the photos, anything that you wanted to do, you just did it. And I'm still like, I just have no idea. Yeah. Thank you. Even though we were still wrapping books at 11 p.m. the night before markets, I feel like we're okay. Mm. All because of you. Thank you. That's really nice. That's all right. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for <laughs> listening to our podcast. This episode's been a bit higgledy-piggledy, but that's fine. That's but also weirdly that. smooth sailing because we had a specific intention. Because there's no do-overs. And we had no do-overs. <laughs> we work well under pressure. Yeah. But here's sending you all of the good vibes. I don't know when this episode's going to come out because I don't know when I'm going to edit it. So... I would love you to edit it quite soon, Laura. So hopefully this comes out in the first week of January 2023. 24. Anyway, <laughs> um, thank you so much to every single person who has bought a secret book or shared what they're reading with us or engaged with us at any Or joined point. the secret book club, which Especially you should all totally do. Especially joined the secret book club because the secret book club is, it is secret book stuff it's at this the point. It is the shizzle. <laughs> um, so yeah, catch you on the flippity flip. Have a great 2023 and we'll be back with season two when we are ready. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Reading Makes You Better in Bed with Amy and Laura from Secret Book Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a lit review, and you can find us at secretbookstuff.com. I think you're too old to say that now, darling.